This week on the Time Blaster Toycast, I checked my Roger Rabbit calendar, and it's official, summer is here! So with that in mind, put on some swim trunks, crack open that cold one, and find a seat poolside, because school's out for summer, and we're throwing a party right after this break. Welcome to the Toy Cast. Toy Cast. You are the super soakers for the Time Blast. Time Blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. Launch it's pad. the Time Blast. Time Blast. Of the Toy Cast. You can download this podcast on all major streaming platforms, including Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to check out the official Toycast YouTube channel at Time Blaster Toycast. To stay up to date with us, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Time Blaster Toys, also at The Retro KO. The Time Blaster Toy Line is now open. Leave us your reviews, thoughts, or comments via voice message, or you can shoot us a text at 734-494-2292. The following podcast is scheduled for memories with a 60-minute time limit. Alice Cooper describes school being out with the following. Well, we got no choice. All the girls and boys making all that noise because they found new toys. School is out for summer, and summer is here, ladies and gentlemen. It's a Time Blaster toy cast. Super Summer Wham Bam Slam Jam Fun Explosion Party. And now for your hosts. They're weighing in today with the stress of fatherhood and fanfare of figures with actions. In the summer, they went from cracking textbooks to cracking open cold cans. As kids, when summer strikes, they go from cracking open toy books to cracking open cold ones. They are the reigning defending toy cast tag team champions of the world at the Retro KO Joe at Time Blaster Toys, Keith, together known as the Time Blaster Toy Cast. All right, boys, here we go. Party time. Let's go. Are you ready for this? I mean, yeah, as ready as I can be. Look at the spread in front of us, guys. I mean, I, we, we're going to ha- definitely have to take a picture of what we have here today. It's Honestly, very colorful. Let me move this over so Dave can get a nice picture of it all together. We got, some, in the we got some little hug fruit barrels. No, get your strudel out of the picture, Joe. Hey, not- <laughs> don't be knocking on the strudel. <laughs> Stuff's delicious. <laughs> so, yeah, Dave came up with this wild name. That I still am not quite sure what it is, but right. it's a party, baby. School's out, and we're just here to have a good time, are we not? Is yes. That- yes, summer party. Um, before we get into who's coming to our party, right? Um, we had a we had another another review via voicemail, correct? We, yeah, we did. Another message left on the Time Blaster toy line, 734-494-2292, and Joe's got it queued up, so we're going to play it right here. All right, this comes from Ted. Hey, guys, this is... Ted out in Belleville. I've been listening to your podcast ever since your one-year celebration. I went back and listened to everything, and I just now finished, uh, got myself up to date, and I realize now I'm really sad because I'm going to have to wait a week for new episodes to come out. But anyway, it's been fantastic. You guys have great chemistry. I love listening to wrestling, your wrestling stories. The belly to belly flipping story to figure out who your winners are. Fantastic. Uh, I really enjoyed hearing you guys talk about the Marvel superheroes. That was kind of one of the last lines I actually collected as a young man. Uh, fantastic stuff. Keep it up. Thanks for everything you do. All right. So, Ted and Belleville, we appreciate you. Thank you for the message. And, Dave, 
flipping wrestling figures, seeing who flips on their back. It's just people love that story. They love hearing it. I, I mean, and that was a big part of my summers as a kid. That's where I learned to do this. I heard uh, Triple H and Tony Khan, their idea is to get a giant machine where he can just flip two workers in the back room. Ooh, and whoever yeah. lands yeah. on the back, who goes over. It's a new style of booking. I'm down Sweeping for it. Sweeping the nation of pro wrestling. <laughs> I mean, with the way pro wrestling's going and these trends, I mean, f- the flipping has never been more uh, more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't go to who's the best flipper uh, to win the match. Yeah. Well, again, Ted, we appreciate you. Thanks for the message. Uh, Guys, are we ready? It's party time. It's party time. It's party time, but you can't have a party. I mean, we could have a party, the three of us, but wouldn't it it be funner if we had our guests with us, right? Oh, yes. So we all talked. We all agreed. We're going to invite two guests each. So who wants to go first? Who's bringing their guests? I'll go first. All right. Who you got? Look. You can't have a party without having some games, right? Okay. I'm bringing Spike and Volley Donatello. Oh, I I knew look, someone was bringing a sewer spitter here today. You have to because look, he comes with the volleyball net. He's already set up, so he sets up the net. You got a nice volleyball game going on. He can be in charge of all the party games. That's good. Yep, he's got his fanny pack too. You know, he's got a whistle in there. Oh yeah, he could referee if he has to. It's a good use of his uh, bow staffs, right? He uses both bow staffs to as hold the, the net up. for the net. Yeah. Spike and Molly Don's a cool guy. It was a no-brainer. Dave? You know, my first guest that I thought would be nice to have here, um, he looks like he's always ready for summer. He's looking to lounge and lay back. And it's, you know, he was icon- iconic. Oh, my God, I can't say the word. <laughs> he was forever in our memories as, a, as a, one of the best LJN figures with a nice little pose. And so cool that he had to have a second one made. Oh. But I'm going with Special Delivery Jones <laughs> in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> it's perfect. He looks ready for summer at all times. That's perfect. SD Jones in the Hawaiian shirt. I didn't yeah. see that I didn't see that one coming. Special Delivery Jones. So in the in the realm of wrestling, right? Dave's bringing SD Jones. I'm bringing a wrestler too, but he's yeah. not the kind of wrestler you guys are thinking. He's not the WWF or he's WCW. We're right. talking Chester the wrestler. And he's got himself a saxophone. This guy's got a mohawk, sky high, stone protector's action figure. I figure if things get boring later, right. we need a little live entertainment, Chester can get on the stage, play us some sax, and it's going to be a great time. Or if things get out of hand, he can handle himself because he is one jacked brother. Yeah, him and S.D. Jones. Man. They kick back a few cold ones. They might end up Ooh. wrestling in a corner oh, somewhere. <laughs> there's, there's our entertainment for the, <laughs> right. for the afternoon. All right, Joe, who else we got? Right, one look. more each. Now, I went to a lot of parties as a kid on a lake, right? Uh-huh. And what do you need on a lake? You need a jet ski, <laughs> right? So, look, I had to write this down because I wasn't going to remember the official title. This is the Berserker Rider from Kenner's Waterworld. Oh, man. Atop his Smoker Thunder jet ski. This is a deep cut. Now, I don't know how well this jet ski will run because in the movie they smoked quite a bit, but. You can't have a good lake party without a jet ski. I think this is the first water world reference ever in Time yeah. Blaster this, hey, I, Leave I'm it up to me it. to do it. Yeah. So you know. is this character Kevin Costner's character? Or is no, he like this, a side guy? This is the other. I think this is the villain. I think this is the heel. Yeah. Okay. I don't yeah. know yeah. anything about Waterworld. I haven't seen Waterworld in a long time. I think Waterworld gets a really bad rap. I enjoy. I it. love Waterworld. <laughs> it is a guilty pleasure for it's, sure. It's a solid movie. Yeah. I think you could go on eBay and buy that figure right now for about eight bucks. I mean, maybe 10. It does come with a jet ski. Oh, it's a deluxe one. It okay. is a deluxe Dave, one. That's Dave, a great your final call. guest. Yeah. You know, this was tough. I had five guests on my list, and yeah, I had to pick just two. Yeah, your list was extensive. And, um, but I opted to go with, you know, one of my favorite years as being a child mm-hmm. in the summer, summer 1992. 
Okay. And nothing captivated our hearts more so than the Dream Team. Oh, I like where this You're is You're not going. lying. So the best Dream Team figure I could think of in starting lineup form. He had a nice little rod boosting him up. <laughs> my boy was dunking on everybody in the starting lineup. I'm picturing land. two in my head. Let's and that's see if I'm right. Scotty Pippen, baby. Oh, right. Nice. So we got an NBA all-star, multiple-time world champion, iconicized. I, well, I try to say that word again. It's in starting lineup form, and he is here. We play some hoops with Scotty Pippen. I know. And honestly, while you were explaining that, mm-hmm. Scotty's in the corner, and him and Spike and Volley Down are talking trash to each other oh, on man. who's going to spike it in each other's face. <laughs> Pippen's got the rod in his knee, so <laughs> he already has an advantage. And he's got the height over Don for sure. So my final guest, final guest of the party is, uh, so this guy, he's cool, right? He's going to turn some heads when he walks in. He is going to turn some heads because he in himself has two heads. (laughs) He is Headbanger from the Toxic Crusader. So he, on the left side of his body, he's just a Malibu brother with some flowing locks. He's got the shaka hand, got the sandal. But the right side of his body is a green monster guy. Mm -hmm. He comes with a surfboard. He's ready to have a good time. Could hang out with Kona Crush. And I think he's going to be a good volleyball player, too. Yeah, just because he's a monster doesn't mean he's not friendly. <laughs> like, he just wants to do some surfing. So we've got all our guests here, and Dave brought us a frosty beverage to try. Dude, I'm excited for these. And I feel like we should just crack it open right I now. I haven't right? had one of these probably in 20 years. So At least. We all, we all remember these, right? So yes. Dave brought these. These are little... We call them like what? We always just call them little hugs. I call them little hugs. Yeah. Little yeah, hugs. Little hugs. And it still says little hug on it. It just little says hug, little fruit hug barrel. fruit barrel. So... We all know these little plastic barrels of sugar water, basically. <laughs> Pretty much. That when you're six or seven years old, nothing on earth tastes better than this stuff, right? No, right. it's the summer. When you're a child in the summer, <clears throat> these were just always available. Oh, oh yeah. Always around. Always. Anybody's house, grandma's house, <laughs> aunt's house, neighbor's house. These were kept in the refrigerator in our garage, just oh, fully yeah. stocked. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's got that little bit of... Uh, the foil thin enough where you could just stab a straw. Yeah, yeah that's yep. my optimal way of opening it. Joe, you peeled it back. I, I, I literally it. shoved my oh, finger oh, through it. A little huggy did crack open there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Dave has just cracked open. I just pe- I'm a peeler. I'm a peeler. I haven't drank a little hug in a long time. I feel like it's going to be way sugary, I, sugary than I remember, but let's... All right, guys. Cheers, boys. Cheers. It's party time. School's out. Oh, very oh. grapey, very sugary. Oh, very so my syrupy. Mine's green, and uh, I feel like it tastes like if you just if you if you stuck this in plastic and threw it in a freezer, it's a popsicle. It's a right? melted popsicle. Yeah, mine's got yeah. mine's a little sour though. I, I like mine. Yeah, it's fruit no, punch. it's good. Yeah, it's not, it's not bad. It's not Hawaiian. <laughs> it's not Hawaiian. No, punch, there's no Hawaiian punch, in that punch. It's solid. I totally could not chug that though. No, I, I That's can't. a little too sugary for me. Yeah. No, it's really thankfully rough. I spilled half mine. So. I'm pretty sure if you took a little bit of the sugar out of this, it tastes like Robitussin. <laughs> so it's, it's it's got that going for it. <laughs> so Lil Hugs, what? What else you want to do at this party, guys? I mean, when I, I when we were thinking about this party, yeah, you know, you're thinking about, you know, when you're a little kid in the '90s and it's summertime and your cousins are coming over, yep. your friends are coming over, and you got time to kill. And what are you gonna do? You're just gonna run outside. You're gonna play some games. You know, you're just gonna be acting like a wild man. You are. You're gonna play some volleyball. Do you guys have any go-to games or sports that you played? You know, summertime specifically with I, friends um, or family. I had an aunt who owned a badminton net. Okay. So this thing got put up at all of the uh, the summer get-togethers, 
And uh, there was a couple family members that took that game a little too seriously <laughs> uh, with, you know, smacking that birdie around. But yeah, badminton was a lot of fun as a kid. Yeah, you played. Yeah. Bad, badminton was always so hard. Badminton right? is hard. It's, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gotta hit that little birdie. That, that little, little birdie. With that, with that thin, crappy little <laughs> they were uh, tiny nuts. T- racket, right? And the racket itself is just so. It's that hand-eye coordination. That, yeah. Yeah, we had an old school badminton set. We we played a little bit here and there, set it up in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had like real old. I mean, these things had to be from like the 60s or 70s because they were like solid wood rackets. Oh, yeah. Very, okay. Real pliable netting on those those rackets mm-hmm. or mesh, whatever you call the, the, the net part of the I'm racket. I'm not sure what you call that, yeah. Um, the twine. It was pretty flexible. Um, but I went a long time without playing badminton, and then I didn't play it again until I was an adult. But didn't play a lot of badminton, but I always had fun playing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. good little chase. The more people, the better. Absolutely, you play badminton with like two on two. Oh, imagine one on one badminton. No, you got to have like six on six. Yeah, that's know? ideal. Yeah. the more people, the better the badminton. You know what? Yep. I'm just now realizing I don't think I <clears throat> ever played badminton the proper way because there's yeah. no way I ever played six on six because you didn't have enough. Yeah. yeah, we had like two rackets. So, yeah, yeah, you're playing one on one. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> Dave, no one's Dave. walking around with 12 rackets. No, they're not. And Dave is in pain over here trying to finish his little hug. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> it's so sweet. <laughs> it's so sugary. So there's badminton. Uh, what other summer games? You know, I'm picturing like you go to Toys R Us or you're in Kmart or Target. Yeah. And you're walking down like that seasonal aisle where it's got the sports stuff. You know, you're going to see badminton. You're going to see like croquet. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. Bocce ball. All those like <laughs> All the sports that games. I absolutely never, bocce ball. <laughs> never played. Did you guys ever play croquet? Yeah. At, like a, at no. a bed and breakfast <laughs> randomly somewhere. I was going to say way too fancy, right? Somewhere. I don't even remember where we were, what it was. I can picture the house. Had it been Indiana, maybe? We went to like a, like a summer family reunion or something in Indiana. And it was a gray B&B and they had... They had croquet set up for mm-hmm. you to play, and that's the only time I remember playing it. And it was kind of fun. It was like lawn golf. That's like the big like hammer hitting like, the thing, right? Yeah, yeah. you hit the hammer, you yeah. hit the ball, you got to hit it through like, the little, little hoops. Little hoops. Never played it, was, it. Me and my brother played it. A little too fancy. It was yeah. not. Like, that's the you got like, like dress it. up for that game. <laughs> yeah. Like, pardon me, do you have any gray poupon? I'm here to play. I'm ready for the badminton. <laughs> Um, you know, another staple being in Michigan is the beanbag toss. Oh, Come dude, on, I played. Beanbag. We all know that. I played bag toss last night, baby. dude. I was at a I'm graduation party. You gotta, yeah. Once you get in the zone in that game and you get your spin on that bag just right, oh man. See, I, I'm not a spinner. I can't. You're not a spinner. No, I'm not, a spinner. I'm the worst partner. I'm either like nailing it like 100 percent or never. <laughs> Nowhere near the no, hole. No, <laughs> I'm very inconsistent. I I also played last night and uh, we were almost shut out. We lost 21 Ooh, to one. Dang. I thought you were gonna say you came we, back on a big we run. We were. I, by the time I got the rhythm down, because I hadn't played in years, yeah. By the time I got the feel down, we were already down like eighteen nothing. Well, at least you oh, stopped no. the shut. <laughs> other the other people have been playing. They play every weekend, and oh, they were just they're pro. Huh? There was a guy. Yeah. I'm not even his first turn. Three first three throws right in the hole, and you're like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> like, oh, he's got too much time on his like hands. Swish, yeah. swish. <laughs> Scotty <laughs> Pippen like swish. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Bob Pippen over here would have been impressed for sure. And, um, <laughs> 
I mean, I would have been throwing them like I'm the second head there on Headbanger (laughs) with my weak little arm. (laughs) (laughs) There's that other game we played uh, last year. Remember Melanie threw the party at the park? Yeah. Ladder ball. ball. See, I was... Me and Dave were the champs. We were. Yeah, you guys... We haven't defended our title yet, so whoever wants to challenge. You guys are like Roman Reigns over there defending your title We we, we are a main event attraction. Well, you know what was awesome was at my birthday party, that ladder ball got set up. A lot of people were playing it. Yeah. But people who who were struggling, I just walked over and went like this is this is how you got to do it listen and boom i am a champion (laughs) ring her up and um and that was part of my problem i think with the bag toss last night because i had been a long time since i played but i was throwing more line drive style which which you had ladder ball on the mind yeah ladder Ladder ball ball. line drive was that was my go-to yeah ladder ball's fun yeah so that's uh daytime right yeah yeah, yeah. lots of daytime games yep but a big part of the summer is First of all, there's no school, right? Absolutely. So, what's your bedtime like? Question I don't know mark if is I, what it did is. Did I have a bedtime? Well, you do whatever, whatever you I want pass summertime, out. right? Yeah. So you're playing outside later than you would normally ever play, and it that was op- a different time. That back opens then. up the whole world, right? Yeah. You can start playing some new things, right? Mm-hmm. So any particular nighttime things that we would I have be doing won, in the summer, and we played a lot of manhunt. <laughs> At night, which man is hunt. manhunt. So- <laughs> it, so- it sounds. Like- it sounds sounds scary. <laughs> it does uh, sound scary. It's basically just hide and seek at night, and you know, all the kids on the street would get together, and there was one house down at the end of the street, and that was the home base, right? Because uh-huh. this that kid was the one that kind of coordinated the game, right? Yeah. So their porch, their front porch, was home base, right? Mm-hmm. So everyone would run out and hide, and you know the select person would go out and try and find everybody and you had to make it back to the porch without you know being found or tagged uh-huh. so my cheating little ass i <laughs> i what well, technically it's not cheating all right but i had a good strategy let's hear it. they had these giant bushes okay. right next to the porch right uh-huh. and i would just slide and hide right underneath the bushes no one ever looked there no? so as soon as everyone was gone i just walked right up on the porch and so how long are they looking for you? I mean, it, it could be a while. And you're just chilling. And I'm just chilling. Like, <laughs> I've already won this game because I'm the first one back. Yeah, it was fun, though. Yeah, I was, never played anything like we that. We played a game similar to that, too. I think we called it Ghosts in the Graveyard. Mm. Okay. I mean, it might be a totally different game, but I remember a game similar to that where, like, some person gets found. Once one person's found, everybody takes off running. Mm-hmm. And then you got to tag the next person to yeah. use it. Um, but yeah, there would be like, everybody would go hide, and there'd be one person looking. And if they found somebody, they would yell, I think, ghost in the graveyard, and then everybody just take off running to get to home base. Yes, yeah. for us, is whenever that person would find someone, then that person would join the other person on the hunt. In the hunt. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Fun yeah. game. That so you- at the end, you would end up with like 10 people looking for like the last person. Oh, and you're just in the bushes just waiting. Man, I won every time. <laughs> <laughs> no one caught on. The manhunt champion. <laughs> right. <over here. laughs> what about you, Keith? I, I was, I mean, honestly, for me, it always just goes back to like flashlight tag, right? That's just what you were playing at night, at mm-hmm. least, you know, me and my family. But really, when I'm thinking summer and I'm thinking evening time, there's stuff to do outside. But honestly, Look, Keith, he's probably inside. Yeah. He's probably in front of a television set, <laughs> and he's probably either watching wrestling pay-per-views or playing video games until the wee hours of the morning, right? I mean, I, that, I did that too, yeah. You know what I mean? Because back in the day, you know, prior to, like, memory cards or saving a game, when you're a kid, you know, during the day before school, you're leaving your house, you're never getting an opportunity to play for an extended period of time. Summertime no. and night, if you're yeah. on a run, yeah. there's no stopping you, right? right? You can just keep going. You just pause that Nintendo to go to sleep, and then yeah. you wake up and continue. You just keep it going, baby. Yep. Yeah, see, at night it would be, 
It would be random. I, most of my video game play was like early morning. Oh, I feel really? Like, like up until lunchtime. Um, but at night, it would be... We did a lot of... We were bad kids. We would go out. <laughs> we would go out lightning bug time and we would try to smash see who could smash the most lightning oh. bugs with a baseball bat like oh you were just, like just swinging in the air just, just trying to pop them you could get like it's just terrible to even say but like, <laughs> uh, you could get like the guts the glow in the dark guts yeah on oh, you're the one bat. of those kids Dave's like, bats just glowing like, that was like one summer where me and the neighbor kid me and my brother and the neighbor kids you get the big wiffle ball bat yeah and it's like all right, five minutes. Who can get the most lightning bug guts on their bat? And we would just Dang. go swinging, and it was—it's. I don't. I'm not proud of it, but it happened. Here at the time of the toy cast, do not condone any of the words said by Dave. <laughs> but uh, so that was that was a summer we did that quite a bit. A summer or two. There was like always baseball games um, there yeah. in walking distance to our house in in Wyandotte. and that. They were like men's baseball. They were, or it was like an organized men's baseball league at the, at the park there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know what it was. I know one of the neighbor kids was like, "We gotta go." So we would walk up to that park. It was like a ten, fifteen minute walk. And you're wa- you're going there to spectate or to yeah, play? Yeah, we would go there and watch this. Okay, probably rec men's league baseball. Oh, but I was waiting for you to be like, "I am a man. But, let me play." But I, <laughs> but I don't know. One of the kids there said it was more like. It wasn't just like city people. It, like teams traveled in, yeah. and played. So I don't know what the heck this league was, hmm. um, but they played there. It was right off Pennsylvania um, and wind out that baseball field there. That it's it was always like a really nice park. Mm-hmm. But so we did that a lot in the summer as a kid, um, and then we would just play. We played a lot of uh, pickle. In, at oh, night too. there pickle. you go, pickle. pickle. That's what I forgot about. That Played a lot so of much pickle. Mm-hmm. We would get back, and it'd be like ten o'clock at night. And as long as we were in the street, we're mm-hmm. like the four houses that had the kids. Yeah, if we were outside playing pickle. We were fine because the street, the way the street lights were set up, as you could see. Yeah, you're right. Honestly, I didn't even think about uh, think about that, but it's totally true. Like growing up where I did in Southwest Detroit, the streets are just jam packed. They're crammed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. There's parking on both sides of the street in one way, so there's no room to play. Houses are on top of each other. The idea of playing baseball not possible. Right. Literally not possible. No, you'd hit you everything. You stand in the middle of the street, you're getting hit by a car. Your backyard is, you know, tiny, tiny, tiny. So, you know, you it's summer, you're thinking baseball, you want to play baseball. What can you do other than catch? You play pickle on the sidewalk. Yeah. So much pickle. I'm like Benny the Jet out there on Homer <laughs> Street. <laughs> playing pickle, usually with like a tennis ball. Yeah, and then there's yeah, that yeah. that other game I'm thinking of. I don't remember what it's called, um, where it's like on a wall you draw like a square. You know what I'm talking about? Like you draw a square on the wall, and then you're like throwing the ball. Oh man, I forget what this game's called. Sorry, Awful. it sounds familiar. Yeah. I was thinking of fun. you throw a square, and then there's like four square, four no. square on the ground, oh. like with a baseball or a tennis ball, and you're throwing it at a, at a yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah. It's Didn't like you're play. bouncing it on the wall. Oh, Didn't I can't play that. Me. Yeah. Like you would throw it, it bounce. Someone else I don't would even catch fully it. Remember the thought of throwing the, the ball at the side of someone's house was, we would have all gotten our butts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like our dads did not mess around <laughs> on Brinson Street. He's nope. like, do not 
touch my siding. No. My dad wouldn't even put the cigarette down. He would just any, come full speed. Any child's rear end was fair game. Like the You're dads right. had a pack. There was oh, like yeah. Dad oh, all dads had the pack. Yeah, Absolutely. Back, then, back then, any child was <laughs> nope. for grabs. You were right? parented by the whole block. You could not dare try that nowadays. <laughs> but another game, I'm sure Dave probably can attest to this, a lot of street hockey going on. Oh, yeah. You I mean, know what always, I mean? Yeah, I know we talked a lot about that last yeah. last uh, summer memories one. We talked a lot of street hockey. That was a big thing. Played it a lot basketball yeah um you know one thing that that i remember one summer that was like super super cool was skip it skip oh, it yeah skip mm-hmm. it's pretty sweet that wasn't necessarily a night thing but skip it was like one summer it came out it was hot super one hot. kid on the block had it we played a lot that kid's sisters played it all the time and you mm-hmm. just watch him and be like i'm a boy i, I shouldn't go play it and then but once, i really want once to his, <laughs> once her brother would bust it out it's like okay we can go play skip it like she's like she left her skip it go go yeah, try yeah it was yeah it was better fun. than jump rope right oh way better than jump rope. oh yeah jumping rope wasn't wasn't not easy to do double dutch no way skip it totally jump rope felt like a workout but skip it was like a game you know? <clears throat> there was all sorts of you know so there's skip it there's the pogo stick remember the one thing uh what was it called where it was like a ball, but it had uh, like a stand on it, and you would stand on it and bounce. It was like a pogo stick, but it didn't have handles. Oh, this thing? yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was the uh, yeah, was it jump, bounce, bounce? Something bounce was in the name of it, I think. I'm just picturing that. Yeah, thing. I know exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. There's that. There's the skip it. All those like. Remember when moon shoes came out? I was out? just going to yeah. say, who had <laughs> moon shoes? Yeah, moon I shoes. always wanted the moon shoes. <laughs> I never had them, but never like, did. There was a kid. It's funny because there was a kid who. His grandparents lived on our street, and every summer, him and his family would come visit, and they were from West Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, he had moon shoes. Yeah. And that's the first time I ever saw a person with them, and that kid was crazy. We'd be in the street playing, like we called it blubber ball, like a wiffle ball bat and like a like a bouncy dollar store kickball type of ball. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'd play that, and then Tony was this kid's name, and he climbed the trees. In climbed. moon shoes? No. Oh, no, but that kid. What? We'd be playing the be like, hey, you want to play with us? And he was he was the weird kid from he West Virginia. He was the Virginia. weird kid. And he would be like, no, I'm going to climb this tree. And he'd climb a tree. <laughs> and that's what he did. He'd climb like every tree on the block. Yeah. And he just he was like a tree climbing kid with moon shoes. But he didn't climb. He would go barefoot up the trees. He was crazy. Barefoot wow. up the tree. West Virginia. But he never jumped out of the tree with his moon shoes on. No, huh? no, he didn't. But moon shoes, uh, guys, if you don't know what they are, Google them. It's crazy. They're, yeah. they're nuts, right? Right, so it's just this giant plastic base. It's probably what, maybe seven, eight inches tall. Yeah, it's like imagine miniature trampolines mm-hmm. for your feet. Right. So you're wearing an existing shoe, and then you strap, you strap your in. shoed foot into this trampoline <laughs> shoe, and you walk around and bounce on them. But just imagine the amount of ankles. Oh man, rolling ankles. And, yeah. Oh, like the injury rate had to be so high. They they did not last long at all. They're nope. fun. I did not have them as a kid. My wife had moon shoes. She always talked. Melanie always talks about having moon shoes. Did she say it actually felt like walking on she the moon? She loved them. Yeah. And honestly, in the last ten years, I found a set of moon shoes like, yeah. at a thrift store, and mm-hmm. I bought them. Mm-hmm. And I walked around, and I'm like, yeah, these are. They're just kind of springy. They, they just feel dangerous, man. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go climb a tree with the Tony instead. I think. <laughs> climb a tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kid though. Who the best part was if we hit that ball and it got stuck in a tree. 
he was there to get it out. So when he would go back to West Virginia, we had to get. <laughs> oh no! We had, had to go into somebody's garage and try to find a big long stick and a pole, or we create them. <laughs> my, my older brother and, and uh, one neighbor kid, Tony, they were big football player guys. So they'd usually throw me or one of the other neighbor kids on the shoulders for a mega person with uh, the stick yeah. and try to shake a branch and poke the ball out. But when Tony was there, you just see a hand hey, Tony, come out of the tree. <laughs> hey Tony, we balls in that tree. Can you help us? And he would just scale that thing. He was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Well, Dave, you mentioned, uh, you know, earlier you said, like, <clears throat> you, a lot of your video game playing would happen during the day. Yeah. And that made me think of, like, okay, summertime, daytime. You're home, hours you're normally not home. And what am I doing? Personally, I'm watching TV, and the first thing that came to mind was The Price is Right. Yeah. Because our only opportunity to ever watch Price is Right normally was like if you were sick. Sick and stay home from school, yeah. It was like a perk of being sick. Like, ooh, "Ooh, I don't feel good today. I'm going to get to watch Price is Right. But in the summertime, you can watch Price is Right five times a week. Right. So much Bob Barker, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was like video game. Yeah, TV was like a morning thing, Price is Right. But once like noon hit, and one kid, like, all it took was, like, noon, and we are going to go eat our lunch. We're going to eat PB&Js, yeah. Yeah. a grilled cheese sandwich, and some kid's going out in the street. And you're oh, just, for sure, because the soaps are on, too, and the moms are like, get out of here. Yeah. I'm trying to watch my story. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was just, you play outside. These are the days of my life. <laughs> and then the next 10, 11 hours of your day was just outside. You'd come in for dinner, yeah. and then you'd go back outside, and it was that was summer. Like, I just remember being inside, looking out the window, just waiting to see somebody. Oh. And then I'm running out there, you know? Because you don't want to be the first kid. <laughs> one, one thing, you know, did a lot in the summer with the video games when we did play them together because you know you get like a rainy day or you get like a really 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 hot day yeah those yep. were video game days typically mm-hmm. in a base whoever go to somebody hang out oh yeah the basement, coolest basement you could find yeah uh, temperature wise yes, yes, yes watch some mtv music videos yep watch watch a little bit of tv then you go into video games and there would always be some game whoever had the game we're like we're gonna do a <clears> tournament Mm-hmm. So we'd be like all right let's whatever this game is there's four of us so you two are gonna play each other let's say it's RBI Baseball 93, so Ooh, we're going to play that. Go. And then, you know, you know, those two guys play, the other two kids play, and then you have your championship. So big tournaments as a kid, yeah. um, for sure, totally. uh, playing video games together. Yeah, for me, that happened a lot at the sleepovers during summertime. That's it. You, you'd have your sleepover at your buddy's house down the street, four or five of you. You break out that Nintendo 64 and you put in GoldenEye. <laughs> and that was like an all-night thing, yeah, playing GoldenEye. That, that's literally a six-hour commitment. Once oh, yeah. that game goes in, that ain't ending anytime soon. Absolutely. And like that was, the, that was probably the only time I enjoyed playing video games with like a bunch of big group of people. Was yeah. Those when it was nights. competitive. Yeah, like as an adult, like you have go to like a party or something. Somebody's like, "Oh, we'll play some video games tonight." It's just not, it's just not the same. It doesn't hit the same. And it's like I'd rather play my video games as an adult and a grown man by myself. (laughs) It's like a wind me down vibe. You know what? Yeah, it's one a.m. Insomnia is killing me. I'm gonna throw NHL 19 on my PS3 or PS4 on, and I'm gonna play a couple. uh, Play a couple. I don't even play the games. I'll play the GM mode and just go through, and <laughs> make executive do, decisions, right. executive decisions. Yeah. Calm, calm myself down by two thirty. I'm in mm-hmm. bed and asleep. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. So we've talked a lot about summer memories, and it, this is a party, right? This we, is we a had party. A little, we had a little taste of a hug, but uh, I think it's time we really break out the good stuff, the bubbly, right? Oh, so man. I had this idea a couple days ago. 
We're a Michigan-based podcast, right? Yes. And when you think of Michigan-based companies, I wonder what most people think. But for me, <laughs> I think they go pop, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Huge Michigan company. Been around for years and years and years. And Fago has many, many flavors of soda. So many flavors. Uh, if you don't live in Michigan and you're not familiar, you may not realize the amount of flavors that Fago has. I mean, mm. there's there's a cotton candy pop. I couldn't find it for today's taste test. But yeah. what we have in front of us, boys, is eight different Ooh. 24 ounces. Big boys. The big boys. Fago, they give you four extra ounces. They do. Because I yeah. went to buy 20 ounces. They don't exist. No. no. Only 24. Fago knows what they're doing. So we have eight different Fago flavors, and I thought it'd be fun to have an impromptu miniature mm-hmm. Time Blaster Toycast Bodacious Bracket Tournament TBT BBT Fago style for short. Are you guys ready for this? We're gonna crack them open. I'm ready. I've got all the cups, <laughs> so I'm gonna. I'll uh, I'll get it ready, Dave, Joe. Why don't you guys run down a couple of the flavors that we're gonna have here today? Because only one pop can reign supreme. Soda pop. Oh man. In. Tw- it's my first soda as a 40-year-old, guys. <laughs> my first time having um, that. But, yeah, we've got first up here is, is Moon Mist. This is, yeah, Moon Mist. So Moon Mist, I, I guess it could be described as like Fago's Mountain Dew. It's yeah, their Mountain that's Dew. exactly yep. what it is. I have not had Moon Mist in <laughs> easily 20 years. Yeah. Many summer cans of Moon Mist were in the house. My yeah. younger brother, yeah, that was his know. favorite pop was Moon Mist. And he always went with the Moon Mist over... He liked it more than Mountain Dew, and it was cheaper. So, well, yeah, that's the thing about Fago; it's an affordable pop. Right? Yes, it, yes. And as kids in the '90s, the a reason, another reason why I thought Fago is like just picture any birthday party you ever had that your mom hosted for you. What is in the corner next to the bag of chips? There's like <laughs> four, rock and rye, baby. There's 14 <laughs> two liters of Fago because yeah. your mom could buy it for probably 50 cents a, yeah. a bottle. You yeah. know what I mean? My mom would go to, to she'd go to Sam's Club and buy the. Uh, the big like fifty pack of cans. I I think when I had a housewarming party, the pop we bought was Fago. When I bought my house and threw a party at my house, the first yeah. I was like, "All right, I'm just getting a bunch of cans of Fago." Yeah, that's the way to go. All right, so we've got Moon Mist, and who's Moon Mist going against here today? Moon Mist his opponent is the 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 soda pop that kind of has separated Fago from all the uh, big brands. Yeah, and that's Rock and Rye. I believe. Uh, Rock and Rye is Fago's most famous, right? Or it's it, in the top two. It has to be in it's the top. It's uniquely yeah. Fago, right? I don't yeah. think there's really any equivalent to this pop. Not that I know of. Um, you know, God, they make um, wing sauce that's Rock yeah. and Rye. Fla- like, yeah. Rock and Rye is like its own thing. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe what Rock and Rye is. It's been uh, a while since I've had it, too. Me, too. What it's, is the flavor of Rock and Rye considered? It's just Rock and Roll and Rye put together. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to look it up, like what the flavor is, because as a kid, I always thought it was like strawberry or cherry. Like you don't know, but I just know it is. It is a great, delicious. Yeah, it's soda it's, pop. It's very dark red in color. All right, so I've got them all poured out, boys. Grab your two, grab your moon mist, grab your rock and rye. Okay. We're gonna taste them both, and then only two rock and ryes. And only, <laughs> only, only one can advance. All right, I got I got one of each. All oh, right, boy. are we uh, doing which this one at do the we taste time? first? Uh, Does it matter? I feel like you should do rock and rice second. All right, I'm gonna let's taste the moon mist. Very citrusy. Oh my god, that's like razor blades. In it's a throat. little. Uh, oh my god, it's not exactly like Mountain Dew. It's not. 
No, it's, it's a little, close, it's a little but... more sour than Mountain Dew. Yeah, I it's get, good though. It's very good. Yeah, Moon, Moon. if you haven't drank <laughs> carbonated beverage in years and years and years, it is painful. We're slowly killing Dave here on this episode of the Toy Cast. Dave, are you all right? <laughs> oh my God, are you going to be able to get through this? My there's, eyes there's... are watering. <laughs> Man, Dave turned 40 and got soft. He can't even drink Fago anymore. All right. Oh, that was so sharp. That was so sharp in the throat. That was crazy. Um, I mean, the flavor is delicious. But yeah. It's just it's those swallow. bubbles. All right. Rock and rock time. Rock and rock. I'm scared. Oh, man. I love rock and what rock. What is the flavor of rock? What is, what is that flavor? They just somehow bottled heaven. You know what I mean? I mean, I I Rock can't and Rise got my vote, but holy crap, that's even tougher going down in the moon mist. Yeah, Rock and it doesn't even it doesn't even give you a hint of what Rock and Rise flavor is. I can't even describe it. Um, they don't want to tell you; it's a secret. Well, you guys already both voted. It's Rock, Rock and, and Rise, yeah, for me. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you can still tell us what you were going to pick. That's tough. Uh, I would I would vote Moon Mist personally, but it doesn't matter because you I both feel like it's kind of cream soda. -y. I never thought of that as a kid, but I feel like a Rock and Rise base has got to be cream soda. Cream soda mixed with red pot, maybe? Maybe. Like a strawberry cream soda? Strawberry and cream? Maybe that's what they're going for? I don't know. All right, so Rock and Rye advanced. Now we've got two, uh, well, one of them's a big dog, guys. Yeah. Fago yeah. red pop. This is definitely strawberry. The strawberry so Rock and Rye, we can eliminate strawberry from... This was the strawberry soda. It's got strawberries on the bottle. It does. Yeah. And then it's a red pop. That's the name of it, and that's the color, and that's what it looks like, <laughs> and that's what, what it it's is. always been. <laughs> yeah. When we were little kids, let me get some red pop. Yep. And that's what that it is. It. So we got red pop going one on one with a flavor I'm assuming is newer, black cherry. Yeah. This was around later 90s for sure. Okay. I remember having it as a teenager. Um, I don't think it was definitely something. I think it might have been new around then, and that was when it became widely available. But, I mean, Michigan cherries, baby. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like black cherry, Michigan goes hand in hand. Absolutely. It does go hand in hand. So these are two uh, two red ones. Let's go. Let's right. give it a try. Red pop is. I'm going black cherry first. Red pop first. just tastes like childhood, right? Yeah, Let's absolutely. see. Red Let's pop go. first. Oh, it doesn't get any easier, guys. Red. Oh, that does not taste good. <laughs> Red pop, not as good as I remember. <laughs> oh, that was Robitussin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of get that a little bit, yeah. All right, red pop, and now we've got black cherry. Ooh. Mmm. You know, black cherry is the smoothest of the four so far. Man, I am a, I'm a big cherry guy. I am too. And I really kind of like that pop. But, man, the thought of red pop getting voted out this early would be wild. I, um, I mean, the cherry's good, but... Right, I, I enjoy that red pop. My cherry. vote's for red pop. Cherry is infinitely better to me. As an adult, as a kid, I loved it. I loved red pop, but holy crap, as an adult, just having the two, um, black cherry blows it away. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm voting black cherry <laughs> over red pop. Wow. Fago's going to sue us. Man, yeah. I, ooh, that black cherry's good. It is good. That's real good. It's good. So no denying next that. round, boys, is Rock and Rye versus Black Cherry. That's the top half of the bracket. That's but we got to figure out the next one. So let's get two new flavors cracked open. So what do we got here, Keith? That you're going to be pouring. We have, you know, a couple staples of the, or one staple that's pretty infamous with Fago, and that is Fago grape. Yep. Everyone's had the grape soda. Of when some... when you think Fago, outside of like cola and rock and rye and red pop, it's it's grape. It's right? grape, yeah, yeah, grape. Of, I mean, every company had a grape soda of some kind. 
And then it's going up against Arctic Sun. I have never had which this. Which is a clear soda in a blue bottle. I mean, yeah. Arctic Sun, it looks like it's got a lime on it. It's maybe their version of Sprite. I was going to say Sprite or like Sierra Mist, it but says, Starly, I guess. Right, the bottle's blue, the Fago logo, very old school Fago logo on it. And it says it's a citrus soda pop with other natural flavors. Hmm. Um, so I think we're getting here either a squirt or a Sprite-like oh, beverage squirt. Yeah, against grape. Be so here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, Arctic Sun. Yeah. Not what you think. Really? Doesn't taste like Squirt. Doesn't taste like Sprite. About Seven Up. Just taste it. Let's go. <laughs> Actually, uh, which one you want to go first? Is it clear or is it kind of pinkish? No, or is it it's pinkish because it's in the it's cup that had red. Because it's, it's in clear. The rocket it's clear. Okay. It looked clear coming out. I'm going grape first. I'm going to uh, save this. Arctic Sun, boys, is unbelievable. It's probably my favorite pop. All right. Where pops. are we going first? Uh, going we'll go grape. Grape. Because we soda. know what we're getting with grape. Grape soda. Good. Good grape soda. Look, grape is delicious. Very smooth. There's wow. no denying grape is delicious. You know what? Maybe the the, the black first cherry couple got me and yeah. Oh now you. Oh no. Do you need to go back and taste moon mist again, Dave? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Arctic grape, Sun. Arctic Sun. I haven't not had Arctic Sun in I think two years, but whenever I see it, I'm like, ooh, Arctic Sun. Yeah, delicious. Uh, just taste it, guys. It's All right, here we not, go. There's nothing like it. What is that? There's nothing like it. It's kind of grapefruity, or is that yeah. just me? No, it is. It tastes... Um, the label's very deceiving. It is very grapefruity. It reminds me of another pop. It's I so good. It is. I, I, I think it doesn't taste like anything else, and I can't even really... I don't what know. What is that flavor? It's good. But the thing about Arctic Sun something. is the, bo- <laughs> the bottle is misleading. You think it's you're getting... It's very misleading. Because it doesn't taste like You squirt. think you're getting a Sprite kind of thing. My vote's Arctic Sun. I love it, but we we'll probably me. have to Google what Arctic Sun is. I, I do like the Arctic Sun, but I'm gonna go grape. Oh, you Joe, you already you. put in your vote, right? I'm Arctic Sun, baby. Look, Arctic Sun's delicious, but I gotta go grape. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, Arctic Sun. Grape is advanced, but that the, grape is so good. Arctic Sun is the first one that I'm gonna finish right now. Arctic Sun is a mind bender for sure. Yeah, so I'm looking up the flavor of the uh, Arctic Sun soda. Yeah. And it is a grapefruit cherry Ooh, combination. So I, you could definitely taste the grapefruit. I did not get any hint of cherry. No, I, I there was definitely something with the grapefruit so that makes sense that it's a cherry cuz it was I always thought it had a cherry like a cherry yeah. um What's that amaretto flavor? Yeah. It had that taste to yeah. me. So See, I guess if you add that with grapefruit, that's what you get. But it doesn't matter because you guys voted for grape. I mean, I'm yeah. not a. I don't really like grapefruit, so maybe that you know that kind of swayed me a little bit. But yeah, same here but it wasn't bad. No, it was very good. I, it's definitely something I would. Yeah. The grapefruit was not overpowering. All right. So to recap, we got rock and rye, black cherry, and grape. This is the final match in final the opening match. round. We've got pineapple. Who, baby? Pineapple soda going one-on-one with one that I have never seen before. It's called raspberry blueberry. You know the one flavor that I wish you would have got so we could have did the uh, Kenyon and Kel reference? Is the orange soda? It, I, it was down the last, the last one. I'm like, I want to get unique flavors that, yeah, you know, you wouldn't think. But I had one spot left, and I'm like, do I get grape or do I get orange? And I went back and forth, and I thought, eh, I'll get grape. I appreciate the grape. Get that great pop. Yeah, pineapple uh, soda here. I've had this before. Yep. Not too shabby, not too shabby. It's very good. Um, and I've never had, was it blueberry raspberry? I've never had it either. Is that what it was, Keith? 
It's like a blue raspberry, right? Yeah, it's ra- it just says raspberry blueberry. It looks like okay. a translucent blue. Kind of looks like we're going to drink Windex. Yes, it, that is exactly <laughs> what always it looks delicious like. Windex. Oh, <laughs> uh, but man, I have I haven't had pop in in years, as mentioned, and I already got the burps. Oh, I hope God, your stomach isn't like, a wreck later from this. It may be um, all we'll these different out, flavors mixing in there. It does look just like Windex when it, it got poured into that cup. It all right, here we go. Pineapple we first. Let's do pineapple first, sure. Oh wow, this is a. Uh, very strong smelling. Very strong, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, wow. that's delicious. Ooh, a little sharp, a little sharp. Oh, I like that's that. Pineapple Very for sure. Flavorful. I love me some pineapple. That's good. That sharp back to the throat pain. <laughs> much sharper. Poor than, Dave. <laughs> much sharper than than the last couple, but. Very delicious. All right, here very we go. Flavorful. Blueberry, raspberry, blueberry. All right. Someone said we need parsley or a palate cleanser. That's good too. Nah, pineapple. Pineapple yeah. for me. Pineapple here too. That raspberry blueberry's got a weird. I don't like the blue raspberry stuff. Yeah, I think it's unanimous on the pineapple. Yeah, it's pineapple. Got a weird little flavor to it. Like us. Uh, I mean, it definitely has the blueberry raspberry, but it's a little tart. Definitely right. a little All tart. Right, so pineapple's advanced. I think pineapple swept the board there. Okay. So what's the final four? What do we got? We got rock and rye, which I will tell everyone what the flavor of rock and rye is here momentarily. Going up against black cherry. And then in the bottom bracket, you'll have grape, Fago grape soda going up against Fago pineapple soda. Mm. And as we talked about last round with the rock and rye flavor, rock and rye is... I had it right here, and I lost it. It's a mystery. And um, it's completely gone off the Google again. <laughs> These two flavors, guys, oh, here it is. look exactly the same. So here's so be careful here is the knowing description. which is which. The original rock and rye was medicinal medley of rye whiskey, rock candy, citrus, and herbs. Fago's rock and rye, a light vanilla cream soda there you go. with a hit a semi-tart cherry flavor, had nothing in common with the cocktail other than being a sugary liquid. So we were right with the cream soda vibes. Yep, you you so. know what I'm appreciating and learning today is yeah. that Fago, a Michigan-based company, a lot of the flavors have cherry components to it, which yeah. is yeah. the they you were know what red, I mean? they were Michigan always available. cherries, man. Yeah. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Arctic Sun's got cherry. Rock and Rye's got cherry. Mm-hmm. Why Fago? I feel like if we don't get a sponsorship from Fago after this. Yeah, come on, Fago. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> come on, Fago. Man, you know what Fago had, too? It's awesome jingles. I really don't know which is which here. Yeah, I, I think the Rock and Rye is it. a little, I think little I, lighter. I think I poured the Rock and Rye. Well, I don't know which I is which. I feel like this is Rock and Rye based off smell. Yeah. All right, let's go Rock and Rye yeah. first. Look, Rock and Rye is always <sighs> classic. Love it. I think that was Black Cherry. <laughs> oh, Dave drank the wrong one. It's okay, though. Oh no, Dave doesn't Dave's know which not is know. Which. We're got to re-pour him. That was good. Whatever it was was really good. The black cherry is distinctly black cherry. You'll know when you have cherry. Rock and rye's got that. Yeah, I'm going rock and rye. Yeah, rock and rye was what I. Had I'm the going time. black cherry. To me, the ro- rock oh, and rye. Man. Once you start saying medicinal, it's got that oh. medicine taste to me. Yeah, I, I, see, like, I like black cherry. It's all in your head. It's all. Uh, no, in your head. black cherry's good. Oh, they're black both, cherry gets the vote. This is. I need to do another pour. I think. All right, Dave. <laughs> this is all on your shoulders. This is tough because this is really good. Both, I mean, it is big. Both are delicious. This, you know, it's that cream soda. This is going down. The winner mm. gets to the finals here, and this is you know really important stuff. It's, it absolutely yeah. is. And uh, I, whew. again, to recap, we're talking 
mm-hmm. Time Blaster Toy Cast, Bodacious mm-hmm. Bracket Tournament, TBT, BBT for short, Fago style. Okay, here we go, another round of... Astounded Dave to decide Jeez. which of these two pops makes it to rye. the final round. Rock and Rye first this time. Down the gullet, Rock and Rye. So smooth. Much smoother than the first time I had yeah. it. My throat is... Your throat's going to... Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's coated now. <laughs> Okay, I've got that. I got the flavor there. <laughs> it's locked in. Mm-hmm. Locked in. I think Dave's gonna go I rock be and roll. the next one while Dave's doing this. I apologize if you can hear me swishing it around and <laughs> swallowing. Um, I'm going black cherry. Oh, what a swerve! Black che- that black cherry fago's legit. It's, it's legit. It is so good. Like the rock and ride, delicious, iconic. There's the word. I finally got it in. Um, mm. Oh, sorry. I've got my cups all the way over here. Now we're just mixing so many flavors. It's, <laughs> it's nuts. But, uh, yeah, there's that black cherry just hits. And, like, the flavor is more powerful. It's smoother. I had to, I can't believe I eliminated Rock and Ride. I'm sorry, all my fellow Rock and Riders out there. I tried. But, yeah, Pop Rocks make sense. It like does. Rye. Uh-huh. That's where the Rock and Rye comes from. Pop Rocks and, and Rye Whiskey. Yep. With a little cherry All and right, a here, cream soda. Here we go, boys. This might be the Pineapple one. versus grape. So the winner fun. goes one-on-one with black cherry in the finals. What the, are we doing first? Pineapple? This, sure. The, these are the two strongest smelling. Pineapple's so good. That pineapple is really good. The grape's good, too, but grape is great. You know I'm what going I mean? pineapple. Pineapple is just that flavor is so good. It's it's hard because grape is just it's grape, right? So yeah. you take it for granted because like oh it's grape soda, but man, it's good. It's good. It's really it's good. The best grape soda I've ever had. Right? It probably is. Man, yeah. this is hard. Do you go grape or do you go pineapple? Pineapples. Hmm. I love pineapples more than grapes, but I think the grape soda might be. I'm trying to like be as objective as I can possibly I be here because this is so important, guys. This is like really important. I feel like I need to do another little. Oh my God, Dave's gonna be boun- <laughs> he's gonna be bouncing out the door here today. <laughs> I'm gonna have a sugar crash at like noon. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm going grape. Oh man, I am going grape. It's up that, to Dave. That grape soda. I mean, I'm leaning grape right now. I just want to confirm. I just want to. Grape soda is so good. This sip of pineapple. Is the most important sip of pineapple Sago Pop <laughs> mm-hmm. ever had. It's it is. So we're going to do grape first. <sighs> Very good. Yeah, it's good. It's smooth. Grape is so, it's just, it's consistent. I didn't, as a kid, I didn't even like grape soda. Yeah, my yeah. my least favorite, but here I am. I'm like, pretty, a little dime tappy though. <laughs> a little, little bit. <laughs> that after flavor comes yeah. in with that dime tappy. But this, this tropical pineapple, though, man. My stomach is going to be killing <laughs> Instant flavor when you drink that pineapple. Oh, yeah. That's the it's best strong. way to describe it, Joe. It's good. It's just instant hits. Yep. And then as it lingers around a little bit. There's there's no uh, no medicine aftertaste, but the, though. But the grape, I think, I think I'm going grape. Oh, man. Pineapple. I love pineapple. God. I love it, but I think I'm going grape. It just has a little bit more. This is not the final that I thought we would have. This is unbelievable the way this <laughs> really, I thought I, In my mind, I'm like, Arctic Sun's taking it home, baby. It's so good. And I'm nope. sure you're thinking Rock and Rye. I thought Rock and Rye would be at the pop, final. But yeah. here we are, Black Cherry versus Grape. Yeah, yeah, this is... You know what would go good with this, guys, is a big bag of better-made potato chips. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Now you're talking my language. I, I took my blood pressure medication today. <laughs> All right, I'm doing the final pour here. All right. Okay, Cherry and Grape. We just pass it around and pour it yeah. ourselves. 
You got them both, Joe? I do have them both. You guys made me serve you this whole time. I'm sorry. (laughs) I know. (laughs) All right. So this is the final match. This is the final. This is for all the marbles. This is really My important stuff. My stomach is so full and this of liquid. This miniature tournament has gone so much longer than I thought it would. We're, we're right on time. We're right on time here, folks. All right, so we've got Black Cherry versus Grape. Who, uh, who are we doing Black first? Black Cherry was the top bracket, so I think we got to do that one. All right, Black, all right. Black, Black Cherry first. Man, I already know this one is going to be really hard to choose because I like I both mean, of these. Joe's over here angry. He doesn't want either one of these he to be. He does not like Black Cherry. <laughs> he looks so upset. This, this is, is the first time Joe is, hasn't had like a, a... Did you vote for either of these I at any not. point? I did no. not. Like this, usually not. Joe is like... Oh, me and Dave nope. strong-armed You strong-armed me. You got rid of all my favorite flavors. <laughs> <laughs> the first time Joe's uh, tournament hasn't gone Joe's way. I got my answer, though, and I'm going great. Oh, man. It is good. Both are very good. I'm going black cherry. Oh my man, you guys! The are... fate of the Fago world is on your shoulders. Both oh, very good. Man. My stomach already. My hurts. stomach is so full of liquid right now. All right, I'm gonna give them both one last. I I really don't know which one I want to pick because I do like both of these. This is the most. I mean, I haven't had pop, other than like a cherry Verner's back in the the fall, which was tough. You go from no pop to eight different flavors at one time. Mixing it in there, like yeah. Concoction. Just bubbly, man. This is hard, guys. Yeah, you need another round. No, <laughs> I'm good. There's so much gas right now. Like, yeah, it's. Just... I've made my decision. Okay, this is. We for have the, a winner. This is for the fate of, of the, the Fago inaugural, world. Because we probably have to do this again, right? Especially yeah. if Fago hops on and gives us free pop. Well, we, just, like, we just cases show <laughs> up like at the shop. Forty-eight or fifty-two different flavors. The yeah. winner. Of the inaugural Time Blaster Toycast Bodacious Bracket Tournament TBT BBT for short. Drum roll, please. Fago. Black Cherry. Oh, <laughs> wow. Fago Black Cherry. No one listening to this thought that was coming. I, I didn't even, I almost didn't pick it out of yeah. the options. I was like, yeah, hey, I'll get a Black Cherry. That's crazy. That Black Cherry pop's good. It's yeah, real it good. Wow. It, it is. And maybe it's subliminal. Dave talking about the history of Fago and Michigan and cherries. That, that just was in the back of my mind when I was maybe. drinking this pop here today, but. Yeah, but like delicious. Arctic Sun and Rock and Rye also have cherry uh, in them as well, which is guess it wasn't enough. Fascinating cherry, educational piece on the Fago soda pops that we had yep. here today, um, and you know, soda pop is kind of like American pastime in a way. <laughs> it is, especially Fago. <laughs> Just like nice segue in, in Michigan here. It is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful pastime of Michigan. Just like apple pie and something else. But before we get to that. We're going to take one quick little break, and we'll be right back telling you what we're going to be talking about next week. All right, we're back. And that beautiful segue, Dave med- mentioned the pop being America's mm. pastime. How about another one? Yeah. It's 4th of July weekend, boys. Mm-hmm. And what makes you think of 4th of July, other than fireworks and barbecues and apple pie? And the crack of that bat. The crack of that bat. Just like a crack open of a Fago can. We're talking baseball, baby. So next week is the Time Blaster Toy Cast. Full length. Yeah. Bodacious Bracket Tournament. TBT, BBT for short. And we're talking eight 80s and 90s baseball movies. 
Welcome to the toy cat. Toy cat. Cue up the super soakers for the time blast. Make your tail spin from the launch pad. It's the time blast. We know the facts well, straight out the half shell. Bringing that TGRI in the landfill. Three Caballeros on the move, no duck bill. Cause they're the right brothers to take flight. It's so real. Every time last guaranteed to cover that. Be kind of rewind like blockbuster back. Got reviews, have you looking for the red flag and bigger noses than Mark Summers on the show hand. So get your notepad, we talking about collectibles. Your error to the seal, know the value is exceptional. As it can be from TV to the VHS, Power Rangers, Star Wars, He-Man, playsets, Transformer, G.I. Joe with Destro, Light Bryce with the glow, Power from Nintendo. So many toys you will never know. Welcome to ToyCast, here we go. This episode of the Time Blaster Toycast was produced and hosted by Dave Harbison, Joe D'Alessandro, and me, Keith Libra. We record live to tape from my shop, Time Blaster Toys, in Westland, Michigan. This episode was mixed and edited by Joe. Our theme song is by our pal, the talented Mark Cooper. Follow us on Instagram, at Time Blaster Toys, and YouTube, at Time Blaster Toycast. If you have a question, comment, or idea for our show, you can contact us via the Time Blaster Toy Line at 734-494-2292 or via email at timeblastertoys at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and we'll see everyone next week.